This is Iron Mike Stedman, and on this episode of Dog Whistle Branding, Bill Watkins and I discuss bold beliefs, your company's consciousness, and the lens through which you view the world. Bold beliefs are what you put on your brand's flag, shout from the mountaintop, and declare to your perfect customers. They establish who you are, what you stand for, and why you're the right company for them. Bold beliefs are one of the strongest brand assets you can have, so make sure you're paying attention and are ready to take plenty of notes. All right, Gunny, take it away. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tack planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Each week on this series, I coach you through the different marketing, branding, and category design strategies that I've developed over the years to drive revenue and increase customer engagement. Those are the only ROI that matter for a Dog Whistle brand. I'll also include case studies where I bring on guest SMEs or business owners to provide a debrief on their dog whistle brand strategy. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock, and load. Mr. Watkins, welcome back to Dog Whistle, Brandon. Gosh darn, Mike, when I wake up and I look at my calendar and I see you and I see branding and I see dog whistling on my calendar, I'm like either I died and went to heaven and this is what heaven is or I'm just having a damn good day. So let's let's buckle up. Let's lock and load. Let's go to work. Let's do something for our listeners that uh, moves their business and themselves to another level. All right, let's get right in. And today we're going to be talking about bold beliefs. Before we jump Mm. into that, I want to talk about, you know, one of the value adds this podcast brings to the veteran entrepreneurial ecosystem. And it's Mm. really helping veterans craft go-to-market strategies to get their first hundred customers Mm -hmm. or in a new vertical and increase revenue. You know, either way, right, there's, I've just found this gap and, you know, we talk about veteran entrepreneurship of like the how and the how right. is going to market. And so that's really the why we do what we do with this show. And I want this to be the premier platform for veteran entrepreneurs to learn about and uh, gain insight from others who've effectively executed a go to market strategy. That's correct, Mike. You and I have uh, and. Uh, sometimes I intersperse you, uh, whether I address you as Iron Mike, Mike, or Sir. Um, you're you're that guy uh, who has experienced a lot of these wonderful programs, uh, and 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 I do mean that very very sincerely. They are awesome. They're wonderful. I went through a few way 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 back in the day, in the '90s when I was uh, getting my entrepreneurship game together, or thinking that I was. But Mike, uh, what you've pointed out 
is the same thing that I experienced way back when was this magical something or other that nobody was teaching or talking about, which is how to sign that first deal, how to get that first customer, how to get that revenue, how to get cash flow happening. We were doing all sorts of things about businesses and business, but no one was saying, hey, listen, Watkins, what you need to do by Friday is go make 10 sales calls and convert one of them to revenue. I I think everybody was thinking it's like this magic wand moment where all of a sudden uh, this phone was going to ring on my desk and someone was going to give me an order. That's not how it works, Mike. And what we need to do and what you just emphasized is we need to be that place for veteran entrepreneurs to come here, get all the other stuff, but understand that what you and I resonate with is you, the listener, getting a customer, getting a check, giving them your product or your service, and then go and get another one. Absolutely. And this is where brand is going to tie in because you actually want to build your brand around what people actually want, you know, versus what, you know, you kind of have this hypothesis of who your customers are, what they value before you actually enter the marketplace. And then you hone in on it. So as we expand upon these ideas, we're going to just dive right into bold beliefs. Bill, tell our listeners what are bold beliefs. And what are people doing wrong about them? Well, um, bold beliefs are that thing. So, uh, Mike, in our in our one-page business plan, and we're not talking about that, but we're going to talk about the brand journey in just a second, the precursor to creating a badass brand playbook, which you are really, really good at. Matter of fact, I showed your badass brand playbook three or four times. I carried it around in my briefcase to uh, several people recently to show them the kind of brand that they need to form. But Mike, you in in when you build your company and you do what we call the core exercise, you create core values. That's how you work inside the castle. That's how you make decisions. That's how you hire people. Uh, but over, as soon as you move what I call to the top of the castle wall to the parapet and you grab that megaphone and you're talking to everybody outside the castle, now you need to be saying things that gets them to stop, look up and listen to you. And in today's really, really busy world, people do not have time to stop, look up and listen. They're moving too fast. Mike, what bold beliefs do is they arrest the attention of your perfect prospect. The perfect prospect goes, what did I just hear from Iron Mike? Oh, my gosh, I need to hear that again. Or, yeah, I believe in that. And and we can make all sorts of examples of bold beliefs uh, before our uh, uh, podcast ends. But uh, they are the things that you strongly believe in, uh, duh, bold beliefs, right? But you strongly believe in them related to the connection you want to make to your perfect prospect who, once you move through your customer activation cycle, the structured way to convert a prospect to a customer, they will then, they will be the sticky Uh, glue that keeps this prospect talking to you because they believe like you believe. What I like to think of is a flag, right? Anytime I hear bold beliefs, just where my mind goes, I think of a brand flag that you want to climb up the mountain, plant into the ground and shout from the mountaintop. This is who we are. 
This is what we stand for. And this is what we believe in. And yeah. I think what people are afraid of is they're afraid of being polarizing. And I'm not totally. saying you got to fall on to, you know, an extreme <laughs> spectrum, but I do yeah. think it's okay to say, Hey, we are for these type of people. You know, maybe I'm an outdoor brand like Patagonia, right? right. I'm all for the, the one, what do they call them? The one percenters, the people that yeah. donate yeah. to the environment. I yeah. love hiking. I love fishing. Hey, if you don't like the outdoors, Patagonia might not be for you and that's okay. So as we're starting to build our businesses, you know, we've got to craft this compelling like point of view of how we see our industry, how we see our business, and then convey that through your bold beliefs. Yes. Mike, it, it, you, you, you not only conveying according to your bold beliefs, but you are acting, uh, in, in synchronicity with your bold beliefs. I give you a good example. You mentioned Patagonia. Patagonia has, uh, uh, Yvonne Chouinard lives out here in Jackson, Wyoming. Okay. So he has a long history of the, uh, with this community. Uh, he has a long history of many of the movers and shakers in the community, including the owners of the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, which is was built in the 60s. It's one of the epic worldwide ski destinations in the world. And Patagonia has been sold in the JHMR retail store uh, since since the the ski ski uh, resort was built. So decades of relationship, both personally and professionally. The JHMR owners, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not political, I don't know a lot about this, but I did read that there was an event held at the resort, a political event that uh, was contrary to the bold beliefs of uh, Patagonia, and they canceled the retail relationship with that's with the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort. Huge uh, issue both personally for Yvonne, um, for, uh, you know, the CEOs of, of both companies, for the owners, uh, and of course, for revenue. I'm sure Patagonia sold a lot of gear uh, in, in that store. And, and yet, um, I don't know, the event was held on a weekend. Apparently, there was a board meeting, and within a week or two or whatever, uh, Patagonia had broken the relationship. Now, that is polarizing. Now, I'm not saying, Mike, that bold beliefs must be polarizing, but by default, a bold belief attracts somebody and repels others. You believe, Mike, I'll let you state it, but you believe something about boxing. You will attract certain people. So you can say, well, this is my bold belief about boxing. But, Mike, there are a lot of people who don't like boxing or don't want to box or believe in boxing. Maybe they think it causes head injuries or whatever. Those people are never going to be your prospect, right? Absolutely. And that's why I've had so much growth with Ironbound Boxing, because once I realized who I wasn't for, mm. it made it, it saved me so much time to focus on people that don't shun their nose at boxing, that understand right. that boxing changes lives, which is one of our right. bold beliefs, you know, right. and which mainly veterans which is why I'm operating in this space because I found my tribe of people who support what I do on the nonprofit front. I figured out a way to help them through podcasting and branding. And these are the people I want to spend my time around. You know, another thing yep. on the for-profit side, you know, one of our bold beliefs is that audio is the future of publishing as yep. well as business relationships don't have to be purely transactional. You know, I enjoy hanging out with you, Bill. I enjoy mm. hanging out with my clients, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be this like 
we're screwing each other over. You know, I'm just trying to take, take, take from you. And I, I, it's crazy, but you know, I never knew that business could be so fun. Well, you see, this is when you're beginning to, you know, you remember Mike, when you first joined our cohort and we were walking you through a lot of introspective things and you're probably going like, Oh shit, why are we doing this? This didn't help me getting a customer. But what we were doing was aligning your business with who Mike was, Mike wanted to be, and who Mike wanted to hang out with. I want our listeners to this podcast to wake up every day, look on their calendar, or look in their email inbox, and see people who are interested in what that company does, what their product does, that that the that the Mike Stedman is looking at their calendar inbox and they're happy. Like I told you, remember in the beginning of this podcast, maybe we weren't on air yet. I said, Mike, when I see you on my calendar, when I see you at the ranch, I'm joy filled. I love it. I, I, I would love to hang out with 30 Mike Stedmans if, if that was possible in the perfect galaxy. And so I want our listeners to understand it's those bold beliefs that uh, attract those kind of people that put a smile on your face. Uh, there's other aspects to the definition of your perfect customer, but that they share your bold beliefs is an important entry point. I know one of your frustrations have been, as you've been working with veteran entrepreneurs, a lot of them haven't been really understanding the bold belief process. I know you mm-hmm. came on one day and you were like frustrated, You're like, man, they're just not getting it. I want to mm-hmm. talk about it on the podcast. What are people getting wrong about bold belief? <laughs> Uh, a, a couple of things. <clears throat> uh, let, let me see if I can organize my thoughts. First of all, uh, there's a fear, especially with startups, but with any customer, with any company, uh, that uh, we're, we're pushing revenue away. Uh, so we want to be everything to everybody because especially a startup, I was talking to two startup partners this morning and they've got like a month left of cash. Do you think that they are really thinking hard about which is their perfect customer? No, Mike. They're thinking about any customer. Uh, I think they'd be willing to sell stuff, you know, out of their trunk, or their car in a parking lot. So they're not discerning enough because they feel like I just need customers. And and I do get that. I, I was definitely there back in the 90s uh, uh, and the 2000s when we were building our portfolio of companies. Um, but I, just because I did it doesn't make it right. So I think the first thing is we want to be everything to everybody because we believe that's just the pathway to revenue. Um, second, we experience... Uh, corporate America, we experience companies that are bigger than us, maybe CEOs who are more experienced than us, brands that are older than us. And we see what they represent as their bold beliefs. And we think that just because they're bigger, older, more experienced or whatever, that they know what they're doing. Uh, I'll tell you that they don't. Um, We believe in high quality is probably one of the worst uh, bold beliefs on the planet. Okay, uh, we believe in in world class customer service. All this sort of crap is represented by other companies out there. We Google bold brand bold beliefs or stuff, and we see these 
blogs and these templates and stuff. And we go, oh, that's what we need to be. I think the third thing is, and maybe it's the last one for now until you ask me another question, Mike, is that many of us are really, really good at our product and our service. We're passionate about what it is that we want to offer to the world. And we are crappy branders and marketers. We didn't, you know, military veterans did not go to branding school. Uh, Even if they got an MBA, they usually don't learn the nuances, especially of small business branding. And so therefore, we really don't even know what we're doing. And we cobble together something just so we can get a website up. And then we get busy and we don't go back and and uh, become a master as listen an entrepreneur has to be a lot of things but you've got to at least master branding to a minimum viable level so that you get sales so when when entrepreneurs call me and jump on my cal- uh, calendar and we have a zoom call a lot of times it's a revenue issue i don't have enough leads i don't have enough of that and if we go to the root cause We'll find that they just cobbled together a website. They threw it up. They really didn't know what they were doing. But at least they could say they have a www.xyz.com website. And they're not getting leads because they have shitty branding and bad marketing. And they're different, branding and marketing. I don't know if we're going to talk about that today, Mike. And so those are the three things uh, I think I observed in general. That's why I'm a big proponent of using your bold beliefs to make a statement about your industry, about right. your lifestyle, you know, right. about your essence, right? right. That's, I mean, honestly, Bill, that's one thing that's given me confidence as an entrepreneur is in the early days, it's real easy to do this comparison, compare yourself to other people. But yep. very few people know how to make people give a damn about a company or a nonprofit or anything from scratch to the point to where they want to wear it on their chest because Bingo. it means something to them. You know, even the line pod, right? I wear my hoodie all over. You see me on the hoodie, right? People wear it with a sense of pride. You can't right. fake that, you know? No. You've got to create that and you communicate that. And it starts with the bold belief. So when people yep. are coming out with their brand and it's very vanilla and you're a one or two person company, you know, yep. or maybe you're trying to grow or enter a new vertical, et cetera, you don't want to enter that vertical vanilla. You want to be the purple cow like Seth Godin. And one of the most original, how do I say this? One of the most underutilized assets we all have is our own unique individuality, our own unique identity. And you want to create a unique identity for your company or your organization if you're a nonprofit and not just go be like everyone else. Well, that leads me to probably a fourth reason that uh, entrepreneurs fail uh, at, at the at the at step one, which is their bold beliefs, is because they are afraid of of standing out. There's there's a certain aspect to m- most high performers, and I'm assuming if you've listened to this podcast for the last 20 minutes, you are a high performer, um, interested in 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 building impact, in in building a business, building wealth. Uh, but there's there's something inside of you, there's a little man or woman in the back of your head that says, be humble. You, you probably learned that, you know, in, in the military. Um, you know, you're a badass, but be humble. 
don't be egocentric. It's not all about you. I can hear my dad telling me those things, for example. And so therefore, you're, you're nervous about standing out. And so what you do is you just try and slide into what everybody else is doing, thinking that you'll garner a percentage of the marketplace just by being there. And what I'm going to tell you right now is that you are invisible. No one's coming your direction. You are nothing. You are not on anybody's mind. You are not standing out in any way. And it's that bold belief. And we know what bold beliefs are because we experience those uh, in social media. We experience those in the news. You know, the bold, like uh, news shows bring on two bold believers. That, that's how the host gets the action on the show, right? They're bold believing over here, and the host is mediating because over here is another bold believer, and they're, they're at it, right? So, But if they're selling you two products, okay, if that's what they were doing, you'd have clear choice. You'd, have, you, you'd know this one believes this about this product, and this one believes this about this product, and then you're the host, and then you choose. It's lovely. It's a beautiful process. As we wrap up this episode, we're about doing, right? So our listeners, they got their pen and paper out, right? They're like, all right, Bill, I hear you. Like, what is something they can start doing today to move forward with implementing better, you know, getting down their bold beliefs and then start to implement them in their business? Yeah, I think, Mike, you listed out a great book, um, uh, uh, Seth Godin's uh, Purple Cow. Pur and yeah, I, I think that is mandatory reading uh, for. Uh, every uh, startup for every entrepreneur. I don't care whether you're running a ten million dollar business for the past ten years, or you you know you got you got your your first hundred thousand in revenue, or you're hoping to get revenue. Read Purple Cow. It's what eighty pages, Mike. Yep. And and you will get exactly what Mike and I are talking about. Number two, I want you to be introspective about your your history, your experience, and where you stand. So. Excuse me, if you and I were having lunch, listener, and I wanted to really get to know you, what what would you tell me that sets you apart? Like be egocentric for a second. Be non-humble for a second. Tell me what you believe. And related specifically to your industry, your product, your service, okay? And talk to me about that. I was just on uh, with a, a, a West Point graduate who's interested in joining the cohort, and he, he was blown away when I told him that we have this West Point Honor Code uh, guarantee that you can try us out for 90 days, and then we'll give you, you know, all your money back if you're dissatisfied. He said, holy crap, that caught me by surprise, Bill. I said, well, because I boldly believe that the one few things that we have that we can hold dear is honor and serving others with honor, you know, and speaking your word and speaking truth, blah, blah, blah. So you can hear my boldness coming out. Well, listener, what do you boldly believe? And list those down. Maybe you have 10, maybe you have 20. I don't really care. But then use the iterative process to, to uh, collect them into groups, to come up with themes and paraphrases. And I would say, uh, the third thing I would suggest is you can find uh, Iron Mike on um, LinkedIn. He's going to give you his contact information. And listen, uh, Mike and I love doing this, but what we really love is you doing this. And so send Mike 
your bull believes. And I promise you, Mike, Iron Mike, you and I will read some of them on the next podcast and we won't call your name out or your company, but we will definitely give you an A, B, C, D, E, or F. No, you don't hand out E's, you hand out F's. We'll tell you how to improve your bull beliefs, Mike. So three steps, purple cow, uh, aggregate your own, no more than five. I don't want more than five. So get them down to five and then share them with us. Love it. And my piece of advice for y'all out there is figure out who you're for and say it, Mm. you know, say it with pride. You know, I I tell you, it took me a while to get to this point. I always wasn't like this, but I am for veteran owned businesses, growth stage veteran owned businesses that are looking to increase revenue, you know, are looking to enter a new vertical. Um, That's my sweet spot. That's who I want to help, you know? And those of you that aren't at the growth stage yet, I'm still going to help you. I'm getting right. you there. But that's right. my perfect customer. That's the, the entrepreneur I love serving because they've got the battle scars. They've launched. They know what it's well, like. And let's take this, Mike. Let, let's use a real example, Mike. I, I know your passion for military veterans, Mike. And what I do also know from knowing you uh, is that you're not saying that civilians are, that veterans are better than civilians. What you're saying is they're just different. Dogs are different than cats. If you blow a dog whistle, cats don't run to you. And so you're not saying dogs are better than cats. We're not saying that. What we're saying is that you've got a whistle. You 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 whittled a whistle based on your passion, your products, your bull beliefs and all that, and you're going to blow it. And so you're not saying that if a civilian, Mike, would contact you and say, hey, I want to sign up as a customer. You go, oh, well, I'm not helping anybody but military veterans. But your messaging, Mike, your messaging, this is the important thing to remember. Purple cow, your five bold beliefs, sharing them with me and Mike and knowing uh, Mike's passion. None of us are saying that you'll never go after those customers, that the ones you want are better than others. It's just different. That's all, Mike. It's just different. Yeah. And Mike, you need to point out that everybody thinks that the sales funnel's shaped like this, all right, uh, where we've got tons of things coming down. And what we need to do is sniper rifle it. And we do that through bold beliefs. I mean, look at me and Bill right here. We're rocking our beards. I'm recording. I got a fitted head on. I can't yeah. walk into some Fortune, you know, nope. 10 company like this and talk podcasting and go to market and nope. veterans and getting after it and use the word badass, right? Nope. Like it ain't for everybody, but that's okay. So figure out also who you want to spend your time with. There you and go. Big component of it. So as we yep. close out here, send us your bold beliefs, shoot me a message on LinkedIn or, or get a hold of me and uh, make sure y'all subscribe to the dog whistle, dog whistle, Brandon uh, newsletter on Substack at the link in the show notes, as well as subscribe on your favorite podcast hosting platform, such as iTunes and Spotify. The plan right now is to send out a podcast and newsletter at least once a week to help you level up your marketing, branding, and category Mm -hmm. efforts. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show or want us to cover a specific topic, shoot me an email at mike at weareironbound.com or you can message me directly on LinkedIn. Again, this is a collaborative platform, right? We want this to be the number one resource for developing your go-to-market strategy as veteran entrepreneurs. Think of this as open source. 
So we're pulling in SMEs. We're sharing our own thoughts and opinions, but this is your platform and we want to use it to help you drive growth uh, in your business. So until next week, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week. And go get sales. Thanks, Iron Mike. Rah. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcast series in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is also powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veterans and other badass business owners at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com. <laughs>